why don't you just first say what Marigold is, I guess. Um, is it a band? Like, is it your solo project? What do you look at Marigold as? Is it, is it your primary thing? Um, why don't you speak on that for a second? Um, to me, Marigold is a outlet for me to um, express myself musically. Uh, it's kind of a, f a freeform thing. It has had other people involved in it in the past, and it probably will again in the future at some point. Um, it mainly, I, I just kind of see it as an entity and a name or a platform for me to uh, say what I want to say when I need to say something. Um, yeah, it's just kind of, uh, it's it's helped me grow and learn about myself as a person by like expressing my thoughts through song. Um, and it's kind of uh, different. It, I, it allows me to like look at myself from the third person sometimes, um, which is important. Right. Um, the new EP is Swinging Sounds, um, the title of it, which people will know if they're listening to this. It'll be up on Wednesday. Um, you just said that Marigold is something that you pull out when you need to say something. So that makes me wonder, what do you feel like you need to say or needed to say with Swinging Sounds as a release? Um, Swinging Sounds to me is four songs about a drastic change in someone's life. Um, I was uprooting myself and moving to New York City. Um, I was, I fell in love like right before that happened. Um, when I was planning on not, you know, I was like, I'm not going to talk to anybody and I'm going to move and that's going to be that. And then boom, that kind of came along. Um, and just was a really big like metaphor for the whole situation of, uh, you know, moving and how, um, insane and hard it can be for people. Um, and why it's such a significant thing in your life to change where you live. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, I, I've never been a huge fan of EPs. When I started Marigold, I was like, I'm only going to do full records just because I think they're sick and badass. But, um, you know, I wrote these three songs and then had, uh, this, this experience with Mike, which I connected with one of his songs and, uh, felt that it applied to my situation enough for me to want to cover it and, you know, put together these four songs that I felt like told the entire idea of just changing your life around and accepting that life changes sometimes. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, two things you said there interest me. The the idea that like local bands don't put out LPs for whatever reason. I guess it's expensive yeah. and it's hard to do and it's it's a long time to write an album. I get that, but it's a good point that you kind of bring up there. There's no, I can't think of many of friends' local bands that put out albums on a consistent basis. Um, I've always thought that was interesting, um, and we can get to that in a second. But um, what you just you know, you brought up something that I, that honestly was one of the main reasons why I wanted to release the CP was that you, you, you had these songs recorded and then moved to New York city. Um, I, you know, I know you well, you and I were essentially up until about a month ago, um, <laughs> but, uh, Cop out. yeah, you know, I, I sold out. I had to leave the Brooklyn lifestyle. Um, 
it, it wasn't, you know, uh, it wasn't even not me. I, I honestly miss New York a lot, um, mm. <laughs> but it was just a uh, time and a place, I guess. Um, yeah. the, but anyway, um, you know, one thing that I know about you that I know you're very humble about is your, your visual art. You know, you're, you're an amazing photographer. I think you're even better at making collages. Like the collages <laughs> you make are such a, I feel like a side thing, the way you look at them, but they're incredible. <laughs> Thank um, you. You, why did you move to New York? Was it, was it for your art? Was it for your photography? What, what, what was the kind of catalyst behind that? I just knew that, um, I, I like, you know, assuming everybody who, anyone who's listening, uh, understands I'm kind of all over the place artistically. And, um, when I get frustrated with music, I go to visual art and vice versa. Um, I just knew that. Uh, New York, A, had people that have the mindset towards art that I do, which is that I don't see another option but to dedicate my life to it. Um, I feel that it's what I was meant to do and uh, that there's nothing else that's like worthy of me putting my time towards Um and I, th- I think that there's a lot of people here that feel the same way. And it's really nice and inspiring to be around those people and to challenge myself because I see those people working hard. Um, I also think that uh, New York itself and just like just it's just the weirdest place and has so much stimulation and um creativity in every avenue like you you know from the people that live here all the different types of people to the the scenery and blah 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 you know there's just so many things that can inspire you here and uh it just wasn't i i have a a very i need to be stimulated all the time basically and uh new york is exactly that for me um i will come home at the end of a very long day and be like wow i'm so exhausted but it's a good exhausted you know that's that's a good way of putting it um one question that i wrote down here um you know i love interviewing people i haven't done it in a while like this and i, I kind of missed it because to ask people questions like this um, mm-hmm. but would you say that you're settled in New York at this point? Hmm. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day because there's the like age old saying of it takes what, six months to like fully adjust to a new place or whatever. You say that's age old, but I feel everyone has, has a different opinion on that. You know? Yeah, for real. Um, um, so I'm curious what you feel about it. I think that I am logistically established i have an apartment with three amazing people that i love very much and maggie owen ben yeah uh, the homies homies. um you know i have a job i have uh things in the works for me to progress my artistic career um so all that's kosher but uh as far as like emotional stability like yes because you get in this like and you probably remember like you get in this zone in your head where you just like go 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 and like every day is just you kind of 
you know, I got to get on the subway, I got to go to the work and I got to go to this and then do that. And then that, and then every so often, every couple of days or week, or whatever you like, take a second. You're like, holy shit. What the hell is going on? I'm here. This is insane. Um, I still have those probably every three days. Um, can you elaborate on that? Like, what was the last time you were like, oh my God, I live in New York? Because that all the time, and I have my own memory of those. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, just to, yeah, uh, go ahead. Yesterday, actually, it was so, so beautiful outside. Um, it was like the first 50 degree day in months. Um, I had just, I just came back from a trip to Europe for two weeks and it was equally cold and gray there. Um, and yesterday it was just like, it was like spring had sprung and everyone was, I would just walked around Manhattan for like five hours taking photos of people and people were just like euphoric. It was, everyone was so happy just to be outside and in the sunshine and people were conversing and kids were playing. It was like, um, I don't know. It's like I was watching like The Giver or something. People were just like on <laughs> weed or something. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I spent all day just watching people and just feeling so happy to like be able to be there observing all this life. It was amazing. Right. Yeah, I, I, you know, I have similar moments of, of walking around Manhattan and just kind of taking it all in thinking wow i live here like i made it out of new jersey and made it to here <laughs> um mm -hmm. like last spring i remember when it first started getting uh, like spring 2018 like when it started getting uh warm out for like the first time like in march or i remember walking down the avenue one day and um like seeing down the street uh central park like where the kind of the buildings cut out and you kind of start to see central park and walking yeah. past trump tower with all of the like armed guards out front. I don't know if they're still there or not, but they were last year. Mm -hmm. uh, and having that moment of like, oh, I'm really in the middle of all of this. Like I've seen Central Park, so many movies. And like here's like, like all this right. stuff that I read on my phone every day, like on the news is also here in Manhattan. Um, it's weird. Right. It's, it's a weird place. Um, you know, I, I'm sure everyone that's listening to this knows my <laughs> life story, I think, uh, at least right now. But um, I'm like, I just left the city because you know, for a lot of reasons, I'm just finishing grad school and it's, you know, convenient to do that at this point. Um, but yeah, it's an incredible place. Um, I, and I, I, I'm in grad school, I'm writing a lot and I, I felt it's, it's been good and bad for my creativity, um, with your music and your photography and your collaging and all of the, the things that you do. Do you feel like on the whole, New York has been good for your creativity? A hundred percent. I have created so at, at a more vigorous and aggressive pace pace than I uh, ever have in my life. Um, I just I, I have too much things going on, like to the point of like I need to uh, decide which ones are more important. Um, it's really really it's it's been an amazing transformation for me 100 percent best decision i ever made wow so with that i have to ask do you feel like you were in a rut because you're from buffalo originally i don't know if we mentioned that already um and 
uh, you were in a band called Head North that was very active in Buffalo, and you were Marigold. You put out two albums while living in Buffalo. Um, do you feel like you kind of hit a rut in Buffalo and you had to move to the city to, out of it, or do you just feel like you've been elevated? Um, I think that I was, like, on the precipice of a rut. Um, Head North kind of slowed down and changed course, and I spent about a year... Um, just kind of living in Buffalo and working, you know, hanging out. And uh, over the course of that year was when I wrote um, The Last Marigold Record, which is pretty much a, it's a story about someone moving to a big city and having an experience that I felt like I knew that I wanted to have this experience. Um, so I wrote, I think like I wrote this fictional story about what I wanted my life to do. And then I think I've, I, looking back at it all now, I feel like this EP is like the tangible response to that record in that like, Hey, this is what you like laid out and you said, and now this is how it's actually going down. And how does that line up? Um, so that record was kind of my way of channeling like, yeah, I'm like frustrated here and I'm, I might be getting into a rut in this city. So I'm going to put myself mentally somewhere else. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. Um, you, you were working in Buffalo, you were a bartender or at a coffee shop or both, Both, man, (laughs) (laughs) both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, I, I, you know, I, I know you have done, or at least as of recently, you were doing both in New York too. Um, I was wondering, you know, just cause I, I know what it's like to work in Manhattan or not Manhattan necessarily, but in New York city to make ends meet while you're trying to make something creative. Mm-hmm. Um, what has your, your work life balance in the city been like? Do you ever <laughs> feel like work stifles your creativity? Um, how does it like, how does working a lot to pay high rent <laughs> in <laughs> New York, um, affect you? And I guess, you know, can you just tell anyone listening what it is that you do basically? Yeah. Um, well, at the moment, I work at a cafe in Rockefeller Center. Um, when I first moved here, I was working at this bar in Bushwick for a bit. Um, I also assist a photographer part-time, um, which is the best parts of my week. Um, but, uh, yeah, it definitely was a total thing to get used to. Um, when I lived in Buffalo work was, you know, I, the cafe I worked at was literally a block and a half from my house and I would roll out of my bed at five in the morning and go up there and do my shift and then have the rest of my day. Um, and the bar was, you know, a five minute bike ride. Um, and moving here, you know, it takes an hour to get anywhere. And like, that was really hard to get used to for sure. Um, just I I have my my time management skills have always been really really strong but holy crap have they enhanced tenfold since coming here um the first few months I was working full-time and I was like pretty much spending every second outside of work just like 
wow, I live in New York city. Let's go to the bar. Like, you know, just having fun pretty much. Um, but then, you know, a couple of months went by and I was like, okay, time to work. How do I work? And then I was like really depressed because I had no time. And I was like, I don't know how this is ever going to be possible. How am I going to get out of this? You know, obviously I want to be out of service one day. How am I going to make this happen? If like I got to work five days a week and then, you know, I can't, that's not enough time to push the creative stuff so that I can get out of it. Event, you know, the vicious cycle kind of thing. Um, but really it just takes using every possible minute that you have free like accepting that okay i'm working today eight hours of my day have to be dedicated to this job but there's how many hours outside of that and what can i do with those hours to make progress and you know that can be personal progress too like i definitely make it a point to go to the gym at least three times a week and that's because I know I won't be mentally like in a good place to do my other stuff if I don't. And, you know, like getting on the computer and working on photos or collage stuff after you get home from an eight hour shift, even though you really don't feel like it and would love to just sit down and drink beer, you know, that it's, it's what separates the boys from the men. You know, it's like you, you see these, these uh successful artists that are like young 30s they've been doing photography or whatever for the past 10 years freelance and they have their own studio and they get regular work and it's really really nice perfect ideal situation it's like man i really really want that just reminding yourself every day that like they had to eat shit for 10 years to be able to have that comfortable life, you know, like you have to just bust ass. Um, and that is another reason why living in New York is just amazing because everyone that lives here has to bust ass to live. You know, it's a hard place to live. You have to work really hard to live here. And yes, some people would view that as like, well, why would you put yourself through that? But it's, about the work ethic and embracing it and utilizing it as a tool to push you further in your life and uh yeah it just you know it comes down to like those those time management things um, right it's huge you know on that note like one thing that i would say a lot when i was living in new york like you know my family would see me and ask me about how things are going or whatever like you know people asking about what it's like to live in New York or how like, Oh, I'm thinking about moving to New York. Like, what's it like? One thing that I would say all the time is so living in Brooklyn, especially is just eating your vegetables, you know, like literally and metaphorically, um, like on the subway, I was going to grad school in Bronx. I still am, um, which is, you know, accessible via the subway and the bus. It's just a long haul. And because I'm cheap, like I, I I would take the, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I would rather just pay 32 bucks for an unlimited Metro card and go, from you know take the l train for like half an hour to 14th street then take the two all the way up to narried avenue in the bronx for like an hour on there and then the bus the rest of the way um you know it take me like two hours but like mm-hmm. i would always do my homework on those two right. hours um and you know I, the the worst yeah like like I, you know i have my good seasons and my bad seasons like just mentally with my mental health and with everything really 
Um, my best spins are when I'm on the subway, like doing my homework or doing like re like readings I need to do for class, or just like reading like I reading the New Yorker, um, or like something you know reading on the subway was like my best seasons. And uh, the worst are when I'm just you know. Yeah, I nothing. Yeah, I, <laughs> like I have music. Right. Yeah, I. I have uh, read uh, exponentially more since moving to New York just because of the subway. Like, I've, I think I've finished five or six books since moving here, and that was like, that's probably three times what I did in the last year in Buffalo. Um, and that was always something I wanted to like embrace more. But I think that because I'm like, so just go 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 all the time uh it's really hard for me to sit and read and not do anything else so by being on the subway and being like en route to somewhere and making that like okay i'm like making progress you know what i mean um it allows my brain to like focus on reading which is weird but really nice yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, um, like one thing that I had, you know, when I first moved to New York, um, you know, my apartment was off the L and the M. Um, and, you know, the, the M was shut down when I first moved. But when it opened up, one of the great things about where my apartment was, was I could always get a seat on the M train. And if I took them into Manhattan, I could, like, reliably sit down and open a book and start reading. Because inevitably, like, you and I, I think you're off to call. I was off Myrtle Wyckoff on the L. Mm-hmm. Um you know, inevitably, like in the morning, I'd be going to school and I would have my coffee in my one hand. And I'd be like getting on the subway and it's like packed because it's like nine in the morning in Brooklyn. Yeah. And it's like, OK, as soon as I can sit down, I'm going to open this book and I'm going to read. I'm going to get something done on the subway, you know, and then you get into Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You, you're not sitting down because it's packed. Um, right. And then I'd get on the two train. and It's the same situation. And I'm like, as soon as I can sit down, I'm going to like get to cracking on this homework. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like. You know, one of the great things about the M opening up was that, like, I could always just sit down, and if I was sitting down, I'd, I would, like, force myself, like, okay, like, you have to read this. Um, like, mm-hmm. eating your vegetables, you know? And you say, like, going to the yeah. gym three times a week. Like, I don't go to the gym. It's just not my life. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's the way I looked at it. Like, there were so many things. It's like, my life will be better if I can force myself to do this. If I'll eat, if I eat these green beans, yeah. like, I'll feel better tomorrow than if I eat candy, <laughs> you know? Um, exactly. So, exactly. uh you know, um, like other thing I'm, I'm fairly curious about just with York is, uh, and I think I'm only thinking about this cause I've recently left the city, you know, um, do you, do you see yourself as like a lifelong city person? Um, I think, you know, I, I'm current kind of, you know, trying to luck with the literary community and so much of the literature scene is just based in New York. Like all the publishers are there and there's a lot of readings there and everything like that. And living in New York, it's mm-hmm. so easy to see incredible poets and writers all the time. Um, and I'm kind of like having this dilemma now in my own head of, you know, will I ever go back to New York or am I just a Jersey guy? Um, am I self a disservice by not being in the city? You know, do you ever think about that with music or photography or anything? Like, do you feel stuck right, in the right. city or do you feel like you'll some at some point leave? It's a good point. Um, of course, I have like dreams one day of like living in like southern california where like weather is perfect and having a sick condo you know like that sounds amazing or living in like oregon and being able to like go hike in the woods every day 
I would love that. Um, but I think I would need to like, it's, it, I, I look at that as the same way as I look at like settling down and having like a family. Um, like I have so many things I need to do and accomplish and like check off my list before I can devote myself to like a partner or a child, you know? Um, and I think that that goes hand in hand with like living in a comfortable place. Um, comfortable is, is it sums it up, dude. Like you, it comfortable is not a good thing when you're 22. Um, and I, I think that if I, the last five years, of my life since head North started touring and I set myself on this path. I dedicated myself to my life and I, you know, um, there, there's been things in the past like relationships or whatever that, um, I could have focused more on, but I choose to focus on myself because I value, my life and I know that I have these things that I need to do and need to accomplish in order for me to feel like I used my time well um and I think that like I don't know just New York uh it reciprocates that and it it visualizes that every single day and every second um I, I don't know. It, I think it'd be really hard for me to give it up. Um, after going to Europe for two weeks and gallivanting around for a bit, you know, that London is amazing, beautiful city, so much fun. I would, I would have so much fun to live there. But the second I came back to New York, I was like, this is, this is it. This is the spot, man. This, this cold, smelly place is the spot. Like, I just need this for a long time, a long time. Sure. I mean, um, you know, one thing that you just said that, that stuck out to me was um, the, like the idea of taking advantage of the time you have. I, you said something different, but I'm just paraphrasing. Do you feel like you are taking advantage of the time you've been given? Yes, I think I, think I am. Um, you know, as much as I try to always be looking forward and thinking of what the next move is, I do have points of self-reflection along the way. And, um, of course, look back at everything I've done in my life, and I'm, I am proud of myself. Um, I do feel accomplished. I do feel like I've uh, made a difference and made an imprint. Um, I just want to make so much more, but... Uh, you know, I, I look back at the time I spent with Head North and what I've done personally, um, and I do feel that it's it's been worth it, right. for sure. Um, I'm going to pin in this right now because we're at about time, and I think that's the ending note. Um, so I'm just going to say this quickly um, to pull the curtain back. You and I are going to continue recording some other things, but um, if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, ben has an EP coming out at the end of this month. Um, it's called Swinging Sounds. It's very, very good. Uh, you can learn more about it at fullfrequencycollective.tumblr.com. Um, if you believe in what we're doing, in what Ben's doing, 
uh, please go to patreon.com slash full frequency collective this is the first time i'm doing this and i'm still trying to remember the link names um but yeah um if you if you have any belief in this we would love for you to listen to it for you to listen to these podcasts and we would love for you to support us um ben's obviously working very hard and i would love for him to have some pocket money at the end of this month um so i'm just gonna sign off here uh we'll continue recording thank you for listening bye